the animals in our world really can be the impact for transformation within our lives. Ever wonder what your animals are trying to tell you? How to decipher those looks, barks, meows, and interesting behaviors? Join me as I share numerous animal communication encounters in some bizarre unfoldings. Jump into unique stories that will open your mind to the depths in which the animals that share our world are looking to connect. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chatting with Chickens and Other Wonderful Animals with me, Lindsay. This episode's going to be a cool one. It's going to be a little bit different, I think, than most episodes where it doesn't really have a specific story behind it, but it's more so diving deeper into the spiritual connections or universal connections that show up with the animals in our lives. It's been something that's been on my mind for a little while. I have a really great friend and practitioner that I go to see. His name's Luke. He's just a super smart, cool human being. And he asked me the other day when we were working together, what is my kind of vision and mission for why I'm doing what I'm doing with animals? That's such a good question because although my animal clients are growing and I do see a lot of animal clients for energy medicine and I love connecting humans to animals and helping humans unfold their ability to connect on deeper, more profound levels with animals, I'm super clear on why I love working with humans and my vision there. Definitely my vision there is I love, I call it lighting lights. I love when you connect with another human being and can help assist or support them in unfolding all that they are and seeing their true potential, them recognizing that they have a purpose, they have a mission, they should have a vision. And that just lights my soul up. But I also love doing that for myself. I love exploring, as I'm sure all of you can tell (laughs) with this podcast. I love exploring consciousness and the universe and spirituality and all of those things. It lights me up, but it also really lights me up providing the same support for others to do the same in the human world. However, when I connect with animals, sometimes it's working on that level to like reconnect them to deeper layers of themselves if they've been through trauma or been removed from things or are over-domesticated. However, it just, it wasn't resonating. It's not falling under the same mission and vision. And I was like, this is really fascinating. I don't have a clear mission and vision for this. And I'm a big believer of what's your intent? What's your why? Because it can have such an impact behind the energy then every day as to why you're showing up. I talk about this all the time in my yoga classes and with clients, is when you set intent, it's the energy behind your actions. It's the energy behind your engagements and all that you do. And I give the example of the intent of hugging someone just because you feel like you have to, 
versus when you set the intent that you want that person to feel loved and appreciated and supported. Those are two totally different energies that you're going to feel a difference within those hugs. And so when we set that intent on a yearly, daily, weekly, monthly basis, we show up more mindfully and we show up differently. I try, I don't do it all the time, but I try to in the morning before I even put my feet on the ground out of my bed, I try to take some breaths and get myself aligned and connect to an intent or a purpose for the day. That energy guiding me through my day as to how do I want to show up? How do I want to experience the day? And it does. It sets the really different feel. You could say some people would refer to it as a high-performance act hack or like a high-performance initiative that just gets you into a higher vibration every day when you're engaging. So I've been sitting with this and I'm like, what is my mission and vision for why I choose to work with animals? And I think one of the big things is just the role that animals can play in our world, in our life, and sometimes go unnoticed. It's almost like it needs to be awakened within the human, the divine essence, or just that deeper connection as to why they're there. Because sometimes we just miss it. And up until I took linking awareness the first time with Lucia and I brought Herbert, I was missing it. And I remember, I explain it in that episode, but just that feeling of, oh my gosh, you're actually telling me things. You're actually showing me things. And I'm oblivious. I am totally missing it. And we seem to engage with these sacred contracts or sacred understandings more easily with the humans in our life that, oh, that person showed up for a reason or, oh, you know, I really learned from that experience. And sometimes we connect to that with animals, but I don't think we do as easily. That is starting to unfold in a way to be my mission, vision, or intent behind connecting with animals and doing sessions for animals because it often unfolds a deeper relationship with them and their human. Now, there is also a part of me, and I'm going to go into this, I think, with the next episode, that also does connect to balancing out stress or trauma or helping healing with animals too. Definitely drawn to that, but that wasn't the core. One of the things I wanted to talk about is how the animals in our world really can be the impact for transformation within our lives and how we can open up to see this a little more. So there's a really, really great book I was reading. And within that book, the author was talking about how humans tend to show up in our world, tend to show up in our consciousness for one of three reasons. They're either there as a teacher or as a mirror or to bring about change within your life. And I think the same can be said for the animals in our world. And this was a big kind of like aha moment 
that I had in the last few weeks. Not that I wasn't connected to that before, but I think just again in helping me get more clear on why, the why for me with animals. And sometimes I think with animals too, they show up as all three quite easily, depending on what that relationship is. And so you can think of with the chickens that have joined me in my world, they definitely have been teachers and they definitely at times have been mirrors and they definitely have been the catalyst for change 100%. I now have a podcast called Chatting with Chickens, which if you would have told me seven years ago when we started bringing chickens onto the property, I wouldn't have believed you that that would be what I would be doing seven years from now. However, when you sit and you connect to these beings, sometimes they can open up pathways for you to evolve exponentially within your path and on your path. It's just opening up your senses to observe, feel, and connect with this. I do have a little bit of a story that kind of ties this together, and it's, it's still been a bit of an unfolding for me. However, the other day, unfortunately, there was a coyote on our property, and that coyote had a run-in with one of our hens, one of our Brahmas, and uh, she transitioned with that experience. And we've talked about this in other episodes. It happens, but it's just, it's just really, really hard. And so my husband was home when it happened, and he was telling me about it, and he's like, you know, the coyote was a really good size. Like, it was a big coyote. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So normally for that, what I'll do is I just like go into a meditative state and we'll set like a perimeter around our property and just put out the boundaries. And I believe I've talked about this in other episodes too, that unless you actually really need this food, this is not a place for you to come and get your food unless you really need it. And in respect for that, this is also a space where beans won't be hunted. Not that I have anything against anybody hunting. I know a lot of hunters. Ah, I do have some things against hunting if it's not being done consciously, I guess you could say. However, I know a ton of really tremendous hunters that use the whole animal hunt so respectfully and actually have a very divine connection to their food source and that process. And give thanks, give gratitude, which I think is a practice. A lot of us, whether it's your fruits and veggies, which still come from the earth and have a consciousness, or your meats of showing up with gratitude and thanks and just having that mindfulness of the consciousness that was around before it became your food. However, that's a totally other topic, a totally other podcast. And so Thursday morning, I was out doing the chores and I was there by myself and I heard Walt barking out back. I quickly went out back behind the barn and there was this coyote. He was big. He was a really good size and it was interesting because Walt's big. And normally with coyotes, I don't worry because coyotes are pretty small and Walt's pretty big. But Walt was like dialed right into his purpose. I was really impressed. Hair up, tail up, barking, but being smart about it. But the coyote wasn't moving. And so I walked closer and started pushing the coyote back. And so the coyote was moving once I was walking. 
And what was great, Walt stayed right by my side. What flabbergasted me, which was really cool to experience, is during this, Raz just stayed at the barn and was sniffing around. Raz just did not engage whatsoever, which normally Raz would. Raz would be like all over a situation like that and would be intense. And that really shows me the balancing out that's happened for him where he's been able to step back and let Walter step in and trust with that. And it's created a more balanced energy within him, which was super cool. We kept walking because this coyote was being, he was big, he, she, not sure. I think it was a he because he was big and he was also challenging a bit. And so he'd hold his own and then I'd walk and he'd keep walking back, but he would keep stopping where normally when you walk towards a coyote and you give a solid energy, they'll go and they won't stop. And then at one point he started barking at me. He stopped and did this little paw thing and started barking. And at first it was like a low little rumble, but then it was a definite bark and not a yip like you would normally think from a coyote, what I've always heard them do. But this bark and I was like, wow, crazy. And in that moment, I scanned kind of in a few ways, like what layer do I need to connect in with this? Am I connecting on the physical plane? Am I connecting more on like a spiritual plane? What do I need to receive from this? And the first thing I got forward is on the physical, he's challenging. And I'm like, okay, cool. So again, set my energy, set my tone and kept walking. And then he left, which was awesome. However, throughout the day, I was like, hmm, that's fascinating. Because again, these interactions, you can take them for face value when you have them. But sometimes there's that deeper lesson within it, right? There's more there to unfold. And with this week, there was the new moon, there was the eclipse, there was a lot of cool energy. And I had a session earlier in the week. And I just was like, hmm. I think it's a little coincidental with everything going on, having this engagement with this coyote, especially on the day of the eclipse. And so I'm like, I need to meditate and bring this coyote in and see if this coyote has a bigger teaching or a bigger message for me. That night, I did a meditation. And in that meditation, the coyote came in. And it was interesting because as I was explaining the story to a few different people, they were like, oh my gosh, you like walk towards a coyote. And for me, it's not a big deal, but I guess it's just something in my mindset. I'm not intimidated by their energy. If it was a wolf, that'd be a different story. And I also have a 110 pound dog beside me who listened so well. Again, stood right by my side, so impressed. And like Walt's such a suck, but man, did he show up in his power that day. It was beautiful. And it was such a divine connection because he also wasn't overstepping my authority. You could tell he was paying attention to me, which is beautiful. So when I connected to Coyote and brought Coyote into my meditation, the message from Coyote is that the, you could say power or essence that I showed up with, the confidence, grounded confidence, not ego confidence. And so ego confidence typically comes from an imbalance where you're then a little reactive or you're trying to prove it, where confident or grounded confidence just comes from a state of being. It comes from a more centered state. 
And what he was showing me is that that confidence and power that I brought forward and had to bring forward quite a bit because he was challenging me is what I need to show up with in all aspects of my life. And I was, again, I shouldn't be blown away because these things happen all the time, but I was totally blown away. And there was some things right away that came to my mind where I know in my own life I'm playing small. That's so fascinating. And I've been having talks with a lot of clients lately and a lot of people lately about how sometimes, although we may be uncomfortable or suffering or it's unpleasant the state that we're in, sometimes holding on to those beliefs and perpetuating that state is easier because it's familiar and it feels safe. Where if we were to release those belief systems and step into an evolved state, it can be really intimidating or overwhelming because we're stepping into an experience that we maybe haven't stepped into before. And it can also at times take a lot of work. It can take a lot of work to believe in yourself and to be confident or to love yourself and all of these things. And it's so fascinating because I've been talking about these and I realized just in a few areas where, yeah, I was playing it small or timid. One of the areas too is this podcast. I still, I have a difficult time standing in having a podcast that's about connecting with animals. I get shy or bashful when people give me feedback around it or come forward with how an episode has connected with them where, you know, that was a really cool insight with the coyote where like that was an area we evaluated and it just was like, stop. Let go of those old patterns of doubting yourself and start stepping in to what the universe is wanting you to. Shedding those layers, shedding those beliefs that help you elevate and shine. My mind was just blown, absolutely blown. And I know there's some more journeying there. I'm going to look up actually Coyote Animal Spirit. I have Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. It's a really, really great book, but there's a lot of really great books out there to help dive into, I guess you could say, the more spiritual connections with the animals in our world when they choose to show up. But I know there's a few more messages there from Coyote because he actually showed up again today. And I want to make sure that I receive the messages I need to from this being. So hopefully he's not showing up again and again, because we can't have that happen with the chickens. Thankfully, we have the chickens in the run versus free range, so they've been safe. But ideally, I don't want this coyote kicking around, but part of that might be the message I need to receive. The other thing that came through today, which is interesting, is he also told me that he's picking up on my awareness, which is true, that right now we have too many chickens. Now, we don't have too many chickens, but we have too many roosters. And it has been on my mind. We need to find homes for these roosters. They've been getting along, but they're overmating our chickens, which isn't good. And thankfully, they've been getting along, which is beautiful. And we've found wonderful homes for two of them, which is great. I've gotten really good at finding homes for roosters, which is wonderful because our hens like to hide with their babies. 
and then they come out and then we have more roosters and you can only have so many roosters with a flock. It's normally like a one to eight ratio of roosters to hens. And so I already have homes for two of them. Two are going to be going to new homes tomorrow. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, thank you. Be careful of your consciousness and how you put it out there, because how is the universe going to respond, right? I'm worrying about having too many chickens or too many roosters. Well, one of the ways to deal with that is with a coyote. And the coyote is the trickster sometimes within their animal archetype or the jokester. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. And so overall, bigger awareness, again, be careful the languaging you use or how you're manifesting. (laughs) And so, yes, I'm just checking the time and we are at 21 minutes. So this episode really kind of just unfolded in different ways. And I'm going to see if I can wrap it up now in a way that feels right, just like tying the bow on top of the gift. So when it comes to your animals and you're observing certain behaviors with them, ask yourself, now, is this something that's coming in to teach me a lesson? Is this an experience coming in that's mirroring something within me? Or is this experience coming in for a catalyst for some bigger change that I'm about to go through? Or is it a little blend of a few things? And when you start to question these things, try not to get worried. Try not to get frustrated. As soon as you bring in an emotional imbalance with this, you're not going to be observing it from neutrality or compassion. Instead, when you bring this forward or when you observe these situations, you're going to drop into your heart and you're going to become curious. You're going to get curious. With mirrors, it's amazing all the time. I see it all the time. I'll come home and I'll be in a tizzy and rushing around and doing these things. And then all of a sudden, Rascal's like right at his ears, like super irritated. And his nervous system's right off the charts. Or he gets super barky or super reactive. And I'm like, cool, great mirror for me. Because right now I'm more reactive. I'm not calm. I'm not grounded. I'm not centered. So those are really cool ways to start looking at things and going a little deeper with how the animals are showing up in our lives and where that divine connection is coming from because we are all woven consciousness here having a collective experience guided by the universe. Have a remarkable day, listeners. Always a blast. Here's our little disclaimer. Please know that these animal connections are coming in through my beliefs and filters. They're coming in through my consciousness. That they are not a diagnosis or are they applicable to all animals. More simply put, these stories are meant to inspire individuals to dive deeper into the relationships with the animals in their world and all that they have to share with them. 